Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The Democratic candidates for NY 23, Max Delapia. Max, good morning. Good morning, Joe. Thank you for this opportunity to talk to your listeners. Hey, Max, thanks for joining us. And uh, first off, how's the campaign going? It's going well. It's uh, it's a daily uh, daily activity. I'm trying to cross uh, every county in the district back and forth, and we've been doing that repeatedly throughout the uh, Get Out the Vote that started the day after the special. Now, Max, we, we talked with uh, Nick Langworthy in the last segment, and, you know, uh, something he said, something that I've heard on shows we've done here on WBEM, you know, one of the main topics, one of the main issues is inflation. Uh, what is your message to the voters when it comes to inflation that we are seeing throughout the country? Well, it, it's a complex problem, and it isn't just who's in the, uh, in the White House. That's probably the analysis you got from the last caller. But I would say that uh, it, gasoline, for example, is a uh, global commodity, and you can't uh, separate that from what's going on in the Ukraine and the European Union. Uh, but my, uh, there, there are several things that are happening with inflation. One would be uh, we had some issues with uh, supply chain, uh, and that is something that uh, we can reduce the our uh, what would you call it reduce our our vulnerability to that by being strategic in the way that we uh, i guess produce our goods uh, there are some things that are very key and strategically important to our national security one would be our fuel uh, we should never be anything other than energy independent uh, that's one issue I believe very strongly in that for strategic purposes. Also, uh, uh, battery battery uh, uh, technology and computer chips is another. Uh, there have been efforts in New York uh, to, uh, to uh, invest in that strategic commodity so that we're not held hostage by uh, foreign powers that may not uh, wish us good. Um, that's just a partial answer. I, I could talk for a little bit longer, but I think for your uh, listeners, I think that might be adequate unless you think differently. Max, let me just ask, you know, it, it, the Republican response to that would be, what about drilling here in the United States? You know, we saw that during the last administration. Uh, what would you say to that response? I, I think that's an excellent idea. And in fact, the uh, elation, Inflation uh, Reduction Act actually provides access to other uh, parcels of property that 
would be open to drilling. I think that makes great sense, and I would urge our oil companies to do just that. And on the uh, the, the battery-operated cars, now let me tell you this. If a battery-operated car could go, could have a range of eight 900 miles, you know, someone like me who drives a lot, uh, I would jump in one tomorrow. It sounds like a, a cheap alternative. But that technology is not there. Do you think states like New York and California should pump the brakes until we have a car that has that kind of range or a faster charging um, technology? I, I think this is a thing that's not going to – you can't turn the switch and have an infrastructure that fully supports electric vehicles uh, across the United States. Uh, there is a plan in place to, to do that, but it's not going to happen overnight. Another thing that doesn't happen overnight is the uh, cost – coming down on electric vehicles. They are coming down gradually, but we need, if we're going to uh, go toward that, we need to have uh, the uh, battery technology that allows us to um, have those longer ranges. We need to continue to do that uh, research, but we also need to allow this transition to occur, not like a light switch, but rather as a transition that's carefully thought out that we can have uh, everyday people, uh, you know, the, the people on the Main Street USA that can afford a car uh, that can do uh, that function for them. Because, you know, although a lot of people would like to have a, a brand new Tesla S, um, not many of us has that, have that kind of um, financial resources to do that. Uh, Max, another thing that's you know been brought up a lot heading into this midterm election is the Second Amendment. Part of your new district, uh, part of the new district that you are running for, is uh, Chris Jacobs' old district, and he has proposed the Federal Assault Weapons Licensing Act. What do you think of that proposal, and what would you like to see done when it comes to the Second Amendment? Um, you know, I, I guess I'd like to preface it by saying, you know, I'm in. Um, I spent 32 years in the in the Air Force, uh, I uh, actually am an expert uh, marksman, you know, in 9mm, 38 caliber, M16. Um, and I think there are sensible things that we can do that can respond to both uh, the people who are concerned about having the rights, the, the Second Amendment rights, uh, but also to the, the families that want to keep their kids safe. And, and there are things that we can do that I think we can reach across the aisle and actually come to some agreement, like uh, universal background checks. I, I think there should be no exceptions for uh, the gun shows or for transfers between parent, uh, family or friends. Uh, we need to look into uh, people's backgrounds and it needs to be multi-state. It needs to be fully funded, and it needs to be uh, effective. Um, there are other things like uh, certainly in New York State, you can't have detachable magazines. And large magazines, I don't think, belong on the street. You know, 30 cal a 30-round uh, magazine doesn't really make sense to me unless you're trying to outgun the police, and that's not something that is good for good, or, good order and discipline, I guess, uh, in the in the community. But it's it's ironic that you can go just south of the border of New York and and get whatever you need or want. 
and in Pennsylvania. So it needs to be a national solution, and we need to do that. I think we also need to have uh, people take responsibility for their uh, weapons and properly store them. And if they don't, and uh, a child or someone uh, is is injured because of their carelessness, uh, they should be held uh, accountable and uh, and should have to pay for whatever damage is done. Um, but you asked me a specific question. I, I guess uh, my concern is uh, the definition of assault weapon is is a key issue. Uh, it, it isn't like yeah, it's one of those. If you say every semi-automatic weapon is an assault rifle or an assault weapon, then it, that's virtually every hunting rifle on the planet, and that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, Max, another issue brought up, uh, especially from the other side of the aisle, is the border. Uh, you know, again, Chris Jacobs, who uh, part of this district is in the NY23, he went to the border regularly. He would call in with updates from the border regularly. Uh, what do you think needs to be addressed and what can be done by the federal government at the U.S. border? Well, <laughs> Immigration is uh, one of the most, I would say, divisive issues in our country right now. Um, I, I'm going to read a quote real quick. Uh, Ronald Reagan's last speech said, while other countries cling to the stale past, here in America we breathe life into dreams. We create the future, and the world follows us into tomorrow. Thanks to each wave of new arrivals to this land of opportunity, we're a nation forever young, forever bursting with energy and new ideas, and always on the cutting edge, always leading the world into the next frontier. This quality is vital to our future as a nation. If we ever close the door to new Americans, our leadership in the world would soon be lost. So, yes, there are problems in this country with our immigration system, and we need to fix them, but we should continue to open our doors to people from all over the world who want to join our great country. So how do we do that and keep the country safe? I guess that's the issue. I don't believe in open borders. I don't think most of uh, my uh, fellow community uh, would, would agree with open borders. I want people who come here to be vetted, but I don't think it's appropriate or helpful to put someone who is fleeing and legitimate fleeing uh, danger in their own country, country uh, violence to their family, uh, who have a legitimate claim to asylum, to a, uh, to a gauntlet of, of uh, administrative stuff uh, that is not fully funded, that does not provide them uh, a way to voice their asylum claim and, and merely puts them in a queue that's years long. We need to have people that are properly vetted, we need to have them be allowed to, to go through the, the normal process, but it's not there. And what we need to do is work as a bipartisan Congress to come up with uh, something that works for the nation, our economy, and our national security. And that is something that has been attempted in the past all the way back to the 70s and decade after decade. We push it to the back burner. And all we do is use lies and uh, fear and, uh, and, and basically demonize the people who are coming here with their families uh, who are in really dire straits. And, and we need to be Americans, and the American dream has to live on 
to an immigration system that works for everybody in our country. You know, you said bipartisan, and it seems like that is something that we see less and less of in Washington, D.C. The border, I think, is an example of that. You have you know, one half of the country that says it's one of the biggest issues. And I'm not saying everyone on the other side of the aisle, but you have people on the other side that say it's not as big as uh, some people are saying. And then you have you know, one side of the aisle calling the other dangerous um, at election time. And if you don't vote for my party, it's going to ruin the country. Max, how do we get away from the rhetoric that we've seen from, again, it's people on both sides of the political aisle. We saw it from President Biden in that speech in Philadelphia. Here locally, we see it from our county executive on Twitter. How do we get away from that rhetoric and get back to, yeah, I disagree with you on policy, but we can still have a rational adult conversation, especially where I think we need to see that most in Washington. You know, you ask an excellent question, and I am not only asking the question myself, but I'm trying to answer that question. So I think many in Congress now are motivated primarily by power, money, and ego. So that makes it all about them. It's destroying uh, the democratic ideals that this country represents, and I want to make it about us and about you. So... um, I believe that rather than poking each other in the eye and and focusing on the things that pull us apart as Americans, we should focus more on the things that bring us together. And we can do that. But I think it's going to require essentially sending a different kind of candidate to Congress, somebody that's not motivated by power, money, and ego, but somebody that's a public servant someone that cares about this country enough to put their personal interests aside and say, let's agree to disagree on this or that, what we need to. We'll never agree on everything, but let's choose one or two things that we can in good conscience agree to work together on and do something good for the country and good for the constituents who send us to Congress. That's the way we change the trajectory of this democracy because we're in a vulnerable place right now. And if we do it iteratively and over and over, I think we can change uh, the status quo and actually uh, restore some confidence, hope, and, and promise in an institution that many feel has failed us. Max, another thing that you brought up on your website, and, and you know, to some people in the district, this might sound like, what? Not everyone has broadband. Um, but as you mentioned, it is an issue in rural America. What would you like to see done with broadband, especially in NY23? You know, that's, that's so important. Um, it's, it's hard, unless you've gone across this district like I have and tried to, to reach people uh, on a... On a uh, Zoom call or something, you realize that a lot of people don't have it. And it, the problem is, uh, is it isn't really uh, monetarily um, something that a, a capitalist society wants to do because you can't make a profit if there's just one guy out here and one guy out there. But literally, it is part of our infrastructure, or it should be, so that kids, you know, it certainly was pointed out in the COVID uh, uh, hunkering down times where kids were trying to do homework on, on computer 
and they had to sit in a parking lot at, at Walmart. And, and that should never be the case. It's something like electricity and the postage, postal department and, and those things that we need for our kids to be in uh, our in our government in our uh, sp- small businesses and our farms all need broadband internet and it'll make us more competitive and allow us to engage uh, globally uh, much better and prepare our kids for the future. Uh, so that needs to happen, uh, and it and it ripples through the whole economy and also our health our healthcare because. Uh, we should be providing to particular people, particularly people in rural America that don't have uh, nearby clinics or hospitals because they're closing down for a number of reasons, and we could get into that. Uh, but telemedicine is something that we could, if we had the will, uh, to provide access to poor people and people in uh, remote areas uh, and also uh, pay for it. So that healthcare providers uh, will do it uh, and do it, and, and basically allow those uh, uh, those people who are out in the hinterlands here in uh, uh, rural New York to have access to quality healthcare for non-emergent emergent conditions. Max, before I let you go, uh, anything that you wanted to mention that I didn't get to? Well, I just want to tell the folks out there. Uh, I'm I'm here to serve everybody, Republican, Democrat, or non non affiliated. I spent 32 years in the Air Force uh, to serve. We moved 10 times as a family to do that, and I will move to wherever I can best serve uh, the district. And uh, I'm looking forward uh, to engaging uh, folks across the district. I will say that I'm I'm a little disturbed by some of the things my opponents said about my willingness to debate. I have asked for four debates, and I have offered him options. He says he's booked till the, you know, uh, he's basically allowed one uh, debate, uh, and he has had the audacity to say that I refuse to debate him. I'm not used to dealing with people who um, are really light on the integrity issue. Uh, that disturbs me. I think uh, the office and um, public debate deserves better. Max Delapia running as the Democratic candidate in NY23. Max, uh, we thank you for joining us, and we thank you for your military service. My pleasure, and thank you, Joe, for your uh, kindness and letting me talk to you this morning and, and talk to your uh, listeners. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 